0: um all right i think we're live what's up guys are we live what's can up you, guys can you hear us five five in the chat please whatever the hell that means <laughs> um how's it going five by five. how are you doing five tony so tony good, uh, guys. tony kind of this is all last minute guys we just got back from isedi then sedona the family of light gathering both were amazing conferences We didn't have anything scheduled for this week. I was talking to Tony. We kind of threw this together last minute. So uh, this is just kind of, we're going to wing it. We don't even know what we're going to get into tonight, but I know it's going to be good. So yeah, thanks for coming on and doing this for us last minute, Tony.
1: Anytime, my brother. I love you guys. Uh, This show is great. Um, It's an honor to be here anytime. And it worked out. So I didn't have a ton of stuff going on and I finished, like I said, we had a birthday party going on here today. And I got all that wrapped up and handed, handed off the, the cake and ice cream. And so it worked <laughs> out. So I'm happy to be here. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Well, thank you. Um,
0: guys, yeah. before we start, uh, so you guys notice I have a pyramid sitting here, an Organite Pyramid from our friend Christina Lee Dobbs. Some of you guys may know who she is. We have her contact information in the description below. Um, but we're going going to be giving away this pyramid tonight for free. And um we all you have to do is email us journey to truth podcast at gmail.com uh the word pyramid. And after the show, we are going to randomly choose a winner and we will get your contact information and make sure this gets sent to you. I'll try and show a little close up. So she does some amazing work. It has some copper feet. Uh let's see what if it picks it up. Um you guys, you kind of get an idea for what this is, but the camera doesn't pick it up that well. Anyway, this, um, we'll be announcing this a few times, but we're giving this away for free. Email journeytotruthpodcast at gmail.com, the word pyramid, and you will be entered. And we will select a winner after the show. But we, she has awesome products. She has uh, Tower Busters. Grab some of these. <laughs> we We have tons of her stuff. We have tons of her pyramids. Um, she does some really incredible work and you guys can find There's all of her stuff. Thing I'm
2: not gonna say. Oh, you could say it. Q Q. All right. We can say <laughs> it's a it. Q
0: pendant. And then this is a lotus flower. It's all organite. It's all organite. Um, she does some amazing work. Christina Dobbs, uh, the information's in the description below. We'll announce it again uh, about midway. Email drain the truth podcast at gmail.com, the word pyramid. So that being said, Tony, what's going on in the world, man? What's going on with this w- disclosure? What's going on with you? You're New memories come.
1: You're talking about the galaxy or the world?
0: Uh, all of the <laughs> above. Yes.
1: Yeah, right. So disclosure <laughs> you know, we, we talked we talked about some things and you asked me not to talk about earlier, but you pointed, you touched on something. you said people need to get more serious about the secret space program subject mm-hmm. because it came out and it spread like wildfire it made so much sense to so many people that have had contact in different ways right this existence of the secret space program what are we what are we in six years now and then yep you can see it getting buried you can see the people you can see the, the people that were leading the subject leading people that were following it over a cliff and where the subject is is kind of getting now it's all channeling and it's turning it's taking a turn and i'm afraid that it could be it could be an effort to bury it so to re-secret a lot of the space secret space program the fact that the the reality is there are millions of people in our solar system in colonies at this moment this isn't some other dimension or other timeline or anything like that's like right now that there are colonies in our solar system that they're they are trading and faring with each other, and they are interacting with ET species, not only from nearby systems. Everybody, the other thing is everybody, it's all from a nearby system, the Pleiadian or an Andromeda. That's not the case, that is the case, but it is not the case that those aren't the only people that interact with us, there are ET species that interact with us from all over the galaxy, and in fact, from other galaxies. So this is a reality. And this is a part of the subject matter and it's one of the biggest secrets of mankind in the history of mankind. Right now at this moment, and we're on the verge of we're seeing like the a shred of light poked out from under the car behind the curtain we saw a little shred of light from it. And now we're kind of seeing a hand come from the curtain and try to close it back. And, well,
0: and I, we're not, we're, we're not going to let that happen. And if anybody follows our show, they know that. <laughs> that's mean, right. That's,
1: well, that's what we're doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. It is all we got. Right well, now. that's, you know, that's why I, I
0: that's why I titled this. We are disclosure because um, I mean, let's face it, we're not going to get it from any sort of government or military uh, at this point. Uh, you know, I, I sound like a broken record, broken record now saying this, but these guys aren't going to blackmail themselves. 're not gonna no, tell they're not, you they're not gonna tell you that they've been hiding this stuff
2: they're
1: not th- going to expose themselves yeah Aren't so it's t- it's tied the truth is actually tied in a knot very logical knot mm-hmm. in order for them to in order for them to sneak out there they had to commit crimes in order for them to 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 get their foot in the door of space after the Germans got it already and ran off with the bad guys got jumped in bed with the bad guys. All the other governments really—it was their job. We hired them, we elected them, and we hired them to do their job is to save us, and that became their mandate was to get in space and catch up to the Germans, and they had to break laws to do that. So a culture of breaking laws over 100 years happened, or 50 years, well, and now that it's time to disclose, they're we—they're all criminal. They—you know what I mean? Like they're—they're they're tied in a knot. That—that that it's a—it's a—you know—they're in a conundrum. That if they—if they. If they they had to break the laws to keep up. And now that they caught up, they have to come clean and go to jail or, or fit, invent some kind of way to get out of it. So there's a delaying going on.
0: Well, and think about the number of lives that have been lost at, um, at the at the, whatever I'm trying to say, because of this disclosure, because of the UFO cover up. You have all these whistleblowers who have come forward in the past deathbed confessions um, it, and people have lost their lives
1: there's a friend of mine that I see in my day-to-day life once in a while and is very um very good person nuclear family I don't want to say super well off but like middle upper middle class like you know the boat and the the camper lifestyle everything's nice and in order beautiful children everything the lawn is mowed everything and Unfortunately, they discovered my work. Like, I didn't, I don't go and tell people, hey, I was on a, I worked on a UFO for 12 years, by the way, you know, like in the middle, I don't do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they discovered that by accident and and asked me, like, what, I saw your video, what the, what the F, man, you know? And so we had that talk. And once it it kind of goes, it's like you have that talk and then they don't want to hear it. It's uncomfortable truth. It's so far outside of their paradigm they're like and they're All like right, so, i don't even want to so then what's new so every now and then i'll see them after a month and go what's new and i'm like well there's seems like there's been some liberation in our you know like about and they don't want to they don't want to, it to happen they don't want disclosure that person those mm-hmm. that level of people in society because it's going to change it's going to break their bubble mm-hmm. it's going to break that 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 it's- illusion of everything everything's taken care of
0: threatens and, their reality yeah
1: and my response is yep. like look okay so and, and he goes well what are we going to get if we disclose that i've already got everything i need and i said oh, <laughs> didn't you just lose didn't you just lose your your mom to cancer that wouldn't have happened didn't you just how would you like to have grandma and great grandpa still alive that's what disclosure is going to do we're going to get medical we're going to get life extending technology we're going to get things that you can't even imagine that is an everyday thing for them. You know, like, mm-hmm. how, what happens if you get sick? What happens if somebody you love gets really sick and is bedridden? Don't you know somebody? And yeah. this is, these are, this is like rudimentary. We're, we're in the, we're in the uh, chuck wagon days of medical science compared to what is, what is possible, what we can access. And I say, even if it does shatter your bubble of your perfect life, your nuclear family in your life, I mean, don't, what do you, where do you, where do you weigh that up? How do you justify that? Where it's, that's what disclosure is because we're going to go we're going to go from you know 2020 to to forty twenty overnight it's going to be that yeah
2: i hope so i mean that's where the that's where the technology is if it gets released like
0: if it did get released that would happen
2: yeah that's the gap between what's hidden from us what we have that's hidden and what they're what we think we have <laughs> what's on the so,
1: so I had it so like you guys know I have a Patreon show Jack if Jackie's watching she's screaming in her head right now to plug up my show already <laughs> wait we've already been five minutes past you I have a Patreon show and we did a, a an episode on uh, just an update. I follow Dr. Sala's information. I really I really trust him a lot. Um after you know working with him I know what kind of person he is and he's a pretty solid guy. There's a lot of things that he has, uh, you know, be, it, the, the business of research involves secrecy. So there's a lot of things that may, people bag on him or really ride him and he gets a bad rap, but really he's got to do what he's got to do to confirm things. We were talking about it and I really had to reach this. This is, this is the hardest subject ever. This is the hardest truth I ever got to say, but when you drive down the highway, and somebody cuts you off and flips you off and challenges you to a fistfight when you're just minding your business, or you see some kind of injustice. And this is happens a lot. You got to think, if you were an ET race looking down at us and seeing how a lot of our behavior happens, you'd want to see some changes in our culture mm-hmm. first. The reality is, is that we, in order to control us, they had to divide us, right? And, the, you know, yep, yeah. The, and I believe that the CIA, and all the intelligence, um, in, intelligence uh, organizations of each country, are basically just one giant corporation that's ran by the ICC, the Interplan- interplanetary Co- corporate conglomerate. That they are basically—that's how—that's their web that they control the world with because they have higher security clearance in every single country. So the KGB and the Mossad and the you know, CIA—they're M- all just M-I-6. one company. Yeah. Right. And in order for them to control us they've had to and so they've had to instill a divide between us so the racial divide we're really seeing the sexuality thing in our kids now with what they and that's 100% them this like big tech they're all on the same page it's one company and they've had to program us to hate each other for so long that that has to be unwound before we can have get visitors. Right. Yeah. So I you know like that's I think really that's probably the single most thing that people like us can do is to talk about is that people don't, people don't know they've been programmed, Mm -hmm. you know, and they have, we have to undo that programming to make it suitable. I mean, because post-disclosure people are going to see some stuff that they don't, that they're not comfortable with, you know, just on, just when we get access to the interplanetary uh, version of the internet they're going to see data from other species that do things that are, we are not going to be comfortable with. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of programming. And then when you put yourself in the shoes of the a galactic federation, I'm sure they want to see some improvements. Well, it's hard to say, it hurts to say it.
0: Well, you're right. You're right. And, but here's another thing. will I mean, think about how many generations it would take, how many years it would take to repair the damage that has been done um, for us to ever be fully ready, I don't know if that's going to happen, um, you know, the rip the bandaid off term might have to happen at some point um, because it's just I, I don't see us ever getting to a place where we're fully united um, and not anytime soon. I well, definitely see in the future, but not not immediately. Like,
1: like a kumbaya. I think people start out all I think people start out their life. Fully ready to interact with uh, with other species. Oh,
0: absolutely. It's, we we come in activated. We learn.
1: We we yeah. are created. Assholes are created. Excuse my language on our on your show. I don't know if I cuss, but <laughs> yeah, go. You know it. what I'm saying? Like that, it's created by stress and by trauma throughout lives. People that, that you know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not looking at the chat, and I I can only dream that I'm you know some a ruffled feathers. I don't know. I hope not. But
0: no, they're having. They're in their own world in the chat right now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yes, uh, they are. <laughs>
1: But I think that uh, people could fall in line really quick. I think that we just don't have a positive example. We just don't have, a, people don't have a reason. You know what I mean? Like really religion used to be more prevalent, at the, right? In history, Christianity mm-hmm. had a stronger hold on the every household and that's really faded. So without that basis, like not really a big moral structure. It's about, you know, there's a different moral structure. It's coming through social media. It's how the kids are learning their morals today. And I think it could, ha- it could quickly turn around. You know, I think... And when we see that, that's when we know that we're going to get the the real disclosure, the real deal. You know, I mean, we're yeah. going to have to see a big swing in in culture, cultural size. Um,
0: well, and we're getting to a yeah. point now that the more we learn and the more we discuss this stuff, and the more you realize what's happening, the more you understand things, the more you wish you didn't understand things, <laughs> because it's just um, it's it's not it's not pretty you know, but, and this is why we talk about this all the time. We almost want to see the state of the world the way it is right now, because if it, if everything seemed all happy, go lucky, like before the virus, that's the illusion that we've been living. That's what we're trying to get away from. So now that everything's belly up, we're seeing, we're seeing this stuff surface. That's what we want because it's being cleared out. People have to see it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Things Well, and then we're going to get some, we're going to get some changes here. In a year or in a year or so, um, I've been so. Again, I'm going to talk back to my Patreon show. So you guys know Stu Stu Daly. You know Stu.
0: Stu. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had him on my show, and he's really really proficient with cryptocurrency. Yes. We I started remember. talking about that, and really, a lot of the comments that we got from that show—not a lot of them, just a few—few few comments where people were just like absolutely. It was a witch. It was like a witch hunt. Like crypto is this witch oh, that needs to be killed that's, because you yeah. There's a fear, there's a real fear. So I started Mm -hmm. studying it and in the process of studying and I found recent reports like in March that inflation is because of all the money that we paid people to stay home and we've given to the Trans-Pacific Trade Agreement with trillions of dollars. I think it's up to like, what is it? 12 trillion bucks. The inflation is tripled. So we're not going to really see the effects down the barrel of that for another year or so, about a year and a half. We're going to get some hyperinflation so your dollar, if you have if you have a significant amount of dollars in the bank right now, they're at jeopardy, great jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Over the long haul. over the long haul, they're talking stocks, bonds, and cash losing up to forty to fifty percent. Well, it's spending value,
0: and it's at jeopardy anyway having your money in a bank because if everybody needed a withdrawal on the same day, the bank doesn't have that money
2: right um it's 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 all our our money's fiat it's not backed by anything they print it out of thin air it's
0: literally an illusion
2: reserve system is literally
0: i want people to think about yeah it's criminal It's, it's a criminal system i want people to think about how you get paid when's the last time you got paid with cash your paycheck is is you know direct deposit right it's it's numbers from one computer screen going to another computer screen it's all numbers. It's all illusionary. And anybody could go in there and change those numbers. And then, and then, you know, we base our identity on that value of you know how much we have. So it's not, it's almost like not how much money do you have? It's like how many numbers do you have? It's not even money. It's funny.
1: Right. Yeah. It's true. And you know, they limit your cash at the ATM. So if you have a great, you're not getting your money, you know, they, they limit you to get access to cash, really. But yeah. But my point is we're gonna see a big financial change. -hmm. Everyone, we're we're in the we haven't. You can kind of there's kind of smoke in the distance right now when you the way that the lumber prices and with the way the economy is going, you can see the smoke in the distance. But I've just I'm just studying cryptocurrency, I'm just trying to learn how to get on there and get some crypto and and to recommend to my viewers to recommend to my viewers whether it's good and I'm not a financial advisor. Let me say, yeah, make sure you say that, yeah, fast (laughs) with an exclamation. I'm just a guy reading stuff on the internet. And I've talked to other people that have done well with crypto, but crypto is supposed to be uh, work uh, resistant to the inflation. So Mm -hmm. that being said, you know what I mean? Like uh, it's so far so good as far as my research on it.
0: Well, we just had, uh, we were just at, in Sedona, the great family of light gathering, uh, Zen God. I don't know if you guys follow him, but he's big on cryptocurrency specifically XRP. Um, i can link his channel he did a fantastic presentation
2: yeah he's and amazing you
0: know how he said it's like a witch hunt he got grilled by people from the audience mm-hmm. uh he was but he had an answer for every question and i i uh, gained a lot of respect for him because it, it was impressive he he went up there you know it's it takes bravery to get up there and try and rewrite the system try and rewrite what people know and it challenges everything that they believe and you know, crypto's scary because we don't really know what's going on with it. So um, it's, uh, I don't know. I think there's a, there's a bright future there. Um, it, but it's just like everything else. It's, there is negative and positive sides well, to all of it.
1: Well, I don't know if there's a legality, if I could say it or not, but for all the stuff that all the info I found is um, get your savings into crypto quick, because mm-hmm. it's going to be resistant to the inflation. Yeah. Even, even, Treasury bonds are going to get hammered here in a minute, and so. Yeah. Is that advice? No, but that's no. Just, that's what I'm reading. That's that's all.
0: Yeah, we are not financial advisors. Definitely, this not is
1: me. not financial <laughs> advice. <Yeah. laughs> We're talking <laughs> about space. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, what do you? Okay. Speaking of, I know you've talked about this before, but ultimately, the currency in space. There, there is no monetary system, right? It's, what did you say? DNA? Are they barter?
2: Barter or
1: DNA? It was barter for trade. So, I, yeah. okay. So people, I don't know if everybody, I always assume that everybody knows my account, of what I've said. So for people in the audience that don't know, I was taken, I did what's called a 20 back. I lived on the earth for six or seven years and I was traded from a few black projects to others. And I was very young, uh, 10 years old till I was almost 16 years old. Then I was sold off to the secret space program I went to the moon, got trained, went to Mars, was uh, in a military program that got canceled, retrained there, and then sold off to what's called the Ceres Colony Corporation, which is a German breakaway colony on a small planetoid in between Mars and the asteroid belt. And I lived there for about 12 years. I worked on spacecraft and I uh, the, I, I did space maintenance for like eight years on a craft on a submarine, a refitted submarine that was a spacecraft. And then I was that was decommissioned, and I was promoted to cargo engineer on an interstellar cargo craft. Well, that was, okay.
0: Hey, man, that was great.
1: <laughs> so during that time, the series Colony was—that was their entire method of, of expansion—was trade, and it was all barter for trade. We wanted the ideal trade was goods for tech. They want—they didn't want money, they didn't want gold or anything. That was not our mission mandate on our ship. It was technology. Tech is the trade. That's that's what is the most valuable thing, is to advance your level of technology, and it turns out the scale of technology between ETs is very very big. You know, there's a very tall scale, and in fact, at the top of the scale of of technology goes into mental, where you have to be, you know, it turns into a consciousness. Everything is mental at a certain point, so there's no no longer any machines that do anything. I understand that that was what. But on Sirius Colony, there was a trade window. There was a banking system there. So we had money. They called it Franks. And uh, there was money inside the series Colony that the people there that lived there got paid and, and traded with each other. But there were ET species that visited that did not have money. And they had basically, uh, you know, free, free everything. Uh, they had free rent because they didn't even have a money system or anything to trade, but they were invited in because, of, because they had the uh, higher, greater technology, most of them. And there were a lot of the uh, banking was facial recognition. So you didn't have to carry anything with you. There was nothing you carried with you, no credit card. Don't, there was physical cash, but you didn't have to. It was facial recognition. You could go and interact with the machine and it would see your face and take your money out of your account. And so, these much. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, those ETs that were visiting and had that pass, just everything was free everywhere they went, because that was kind of their lifestyle that they came from. So there are, cat, there are moneyless societies that they did interact with.
0: Well, I think it was you that was saying that, like any system here on Earth, they've already tried it and tested it out off planet somewhere else. So like the whole, we're, we're getting to that, the QR code, just facial recognition, the social credit score, all that stuff, uh, it kind of sounds similar to what you experienced on series.
1: A lot so it's, of like, the, it's
0: like that was a test run and they crypto know
1: it's probably crypto. Probably I'm sure also, I'm sure. Yeah. but yeah. So at the time I wasn't really uh, the most astute person that, uh, you know, at my, what I did in my job, I was basically a slave labor person there. So I didn't have access to the internet or anything like that. So I didn't really learn a lot. A lot of people want me to give technical answers and I just don't have them because, because of my station in life up there. Um, but what I said before, what you said in, the, in an interview I said is that they knew exactly what the internet was going to do here when they before it came out because they've already interacted with other planets that have the internet. So there are other parallel planets nearby in other star systems that are people just like us living in the dark of what's going on. They're in the same situation and some of them are 100 years into our future and some of them are still in the past in the 50s you know, and they know exactly what's going to happen socially when they change, like everybody has this big debate on, you know, on like key issues, like they take abortion. They already know what all that's about. They already know the answer. If they wanted everybody in society to be prosperous, they, they know what buttons to push. This is already, you know, everything that a lot of things that we think that we're trying to sort out for the first time is, is total BS. Hmm. The people at the top that are, have access to these programs have access to the database of the half of the galaxy, and they know what's going on on all other worlds. You know, not all of them, not everything that goes on. Some of them are, you know, behind. There's, like I said, there are levels of technology. But everything under a certain level of technology, they know exactly what's going to happen. They know what a virus is going to do. They know what the weather is going to do. They know what the internet's going to do, the television, the car. You know, when we get flying vehicles, they know exactly what the life, what they know what is going to prosper and what's not going to work out when that happens. They already know
0: yeah they and just just like this uh virus i'm sh- like you said they already know what's going to happen with it they they know exactly what's going to happen when they put a mask on us and when they make a social distance and when they try and jab us um yeah it is dis- my... no accident
1: man i want to bite my tongue but here i go um <laughs> <laughs> want to hear my theory on the jab
0: sure yes
2: please sure
0: guys if we get if we get knocked off of here, uh, find us on Google.
2: <laughs> it's been real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, go for it. No, fun. we're not
0: playing. We're not, tell playing. You what, it hurts we're not playing that game, so go ahead.
1: I think it's making the people, the people that in my life that have gotten it, and I know some guys that did it, I, they are far less aggressive than they used to be. They're more docile than they were. They got the jab six months ago. They were kind of a different person. It was easier for them to challenge you for something or to get it. You know, you know, guys are Mm -hmm. when we hang out with guys, you know what I'm saying? Like some guys are aggressive and some guys are just, you know, chill. Mm -hmm. And the guys that were aggressive that got the jab are now chill guys.
0: Well, really? Well, that I mean, they don't want a society that's going to fight back.
1: Yeah, I I, that's just right. That's just a very vague, very thin, shallow, very unprovable observation in my own theory that I've witnessed and you know in my life so keep an eye out you, i'm telling everybody to watch it if you're paying attention
2: is your theory check, because check me you, on that because check you, me on they that. know disclosure is coming and to so they know everyone's gonna get upset so they're well, like think about it to make everyone uh, more docile.
1: well no, think about it is there what is there like five percent of society or something that's like violent you know yeah. and if they mm-hmm. get uh, you, that's probably like i said if we're going to entertain visitors you got to clean the house up kind of thing and if that's kind of what they're trying to do is make everybody to where they're not aggressive, you know what I mean? Like, not aggressive. I tell you, they, for the last 10 years, you can see that the men, men you know, the lifestyle of men, males has been very demonized.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, a, it's an attack on the alpha male. Yeah.
1: They are for that and for whatever and some... <laughs> Some, to some extent, we deserve it. Not me, but you know what I'm saying? At like some extent, guys deserve it because we, sure. some guys can be buttheads, right? The, the very, it's a, a kind of the more testosterone, the kind of the more the jerk you become. But that's not, I don't think, I think it's very disproportionate. At the same time, they are really pumping up, you know, female, the the, the, the alpha female. So, like, you know, you got movies coming out where it's a 100 pound girl that just mows down everybody, super violent. She's, mm-hmm. it's everybody up. It's a subliminal, it's a subconscious thing. And oh yeah, it's, all, we've, it's across we've just, the board.
0: Yeah, we've discussed this before. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's theories on um, why, but we can see it's happening.
1: Right. It's it, right. It, you don't know what's gonna happen at the end of it, but you can see that there's an effort there. Yeah. You know, a very big effort. So yeah. Um, you know, that's under attack, but then I look at the jab and I look at the people I know. So that's what I'm saying. Like people watching, like I'd love to hear more about it, like if I pointed something out, but if you'd know people that used to be kind of you know more gung-ho and then they got the jab and if they've had a behavior change let me know let's talk about it you know like that's something we should talk about right if that maybe that's maybe that's part of one of the effects of it that we everybody missed you know Um, yeah it's it's interesting right now it's just a theory of mine
0: yeah well i mean that's why we do this we discuss this stuff get people thinking about it you never know you never know what we're going to figure out on our own because that comes down to us right now you know
1: yeah. They're not giving it to us. You got to pay attention. To what's between the lines, read between the lines for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you think you really do think in the next few years, like um, we're going to see some sort of progress because I, I mean, right now, obviously I know people again are like losing hope again. And I'm just being real because I'm seeing, I'm seeing social media. And they're they're talking about lockdowns again and all this stuff. And uh,
1: the lockdowns lead to more more in, injections. Period. The yeah. lockdowns they, lead. They're holding you hostage and saying, "What they're saying is fine. I can't make you get it, but if you're not going to get it, then you need to stay in your house." That's mm-hmm. that's really what they're doing. That's really what they're doing. It's an arm twist.
2: They're trying to, to do the everything they can to make everyone get the vaccine. Right. And we're already okay. seeing. We're up, but we're already seeing so many deaths and negative reactions to the vaccine and they're and they're saying oh this is a new wave of the thing and oh but over 90 percent of the people that got it all got the vaccine so
1: to, to be what fair, does that tell is, you there are still people that think that if you don't get it like the, this conversation we're having is is uh, what do you call it uh Dangerous. domestic violence yeah we're had right we're had, yeah, we're yeah. gonna kill we're trying you and i are plotting to kill grandma yeah we're domestic us, yeah. Right,
0: that's very true yeah well
1: that's the you know and i just want to say that i had covid and my family had covid everybody came through the house and it was you know kind of a bad but i've been sicker from being caught in the rain yeah. literally i've mm. been sicker in the past from other things that probably would have went on and killed grandma as well and nobody gave to two shakes at
2: exactly so
1: right i don't feel like the vaccine is um justified the the you know the effort into making everybody get it is justified or what they did even the shutdown and everything like i think the vaccine if i were if i were in my 70s and you know what i mean like especially at the rate that i'm falling apart i i would probably be inclined to get it you know what i mean i would go get it because that's what it's for if if it works Uh oh! You hear that?
0: That's an alarm telling you not to get it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, We go talking about it. Yeah. Um.
2: We'll stop it. Yeah. If it works, but I, my personal belief is that it is, does nothing but harm personally, and that and that's based on not just this vaccine, but just vaccines in general for years and years and years. Uh, and you see the deaths and the effects that vaccines have had over the decades. Uh. You see that they're they're not liable at all. They can people can die, and you can't sue them. And they pass that as a law.
1: So why which would is, they do that? Which is a giant not. It's not only a red flag. It's a neon red flag with laser yeah. yeah, It's it's like yeah. oh, that's a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flashing
2: sign. <laughs> well, um,
0: we better change the subject. Yeah, we're no no doubt. Before, before we <laughs> yeah, have totally videos mind,
2: being man. taken yeah. down, and uh, we're gonna
1: get put on a list. So, yeah.
2: tell me, <laughs> we're about... already on a list. It doesn't matter. We're already. <laughs> Uh, You're already on multiple lists.
0: Yeah, we are. Um, change the subject. Something I, I yeah. wanted—I wanted to ask you about because I found it fascinating in, in your testimony. Um, you talked about um, somebody, uh, these people in these programs taking some sculptors uh, mm-hmm. from like Europe or Italy or something, and did a twenty and back with them just to bring them to a series to sculpt some uh, s- uh, structures or statues.
1: Let me see. I got a background here of it.
0: I thought that was actually fascinating. Like you think, you know, they're just taking people they can use for war, but you don't think about them taking artists to do a twenty and back.
1: Whoever they need, if they need a plumber, they'll go grab a plumber. And um, so, so at the end, in end in, in series, the last, in my last few years there, every once uh, every couple once a week or once every couple of weeks, we would walk we, rather than take the train from the dock. The ship would dock. Huge hangar baits miles. You're talking 10, 15 miles of hangar bay where the spaceships would come in and it would dock. And it had an umbilical that came out and you would get out and there were train system that you could get on and an elevator system that went into administration. Like there were schools. That's where we went to. The school was above the hangar. But at the end, we would walk down to these doors. You can see at my point. These were like revolving doors right here and marble steps. looked like an old, like a bank. It looked like a Gotham City construction like in the 40s marble building you know like that's what the construction was but you walk down a long corridor and there were there were the smaller crafts that were getting worked on you know like it was like a garage and it went for you know it was a mile mile and a half couple miles of a walk it was a good walk and there were two these were natural pillars just of rock that were in the cavern that stayed there when they cleared it out whoever cleared it out and they went and in order to, so the, the serious colony also the, that they don't, they didn't call themselves German. They called them the, the douche, Dutch, Deuce? whatever, <laughs> deutsch, <Douches>. the deutsch, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? They called them that they subscribed to a culture from the 1600s, not just Germany. So that whatever Germany was in the 1600s, that's who they identified as. Oh, okay. So they were big on horses. I was on their money, the battle scenes from, uh, the 30-year war in the 1600s and their their history said that the 16 that the 30-year war was the first time that humans indigenous humans to earth had defeated et influence so the 30-year war for them was them the the deutsche versus an et influence and they won and they said there was kind of their models we won we won with horses I uh, gotcha. And so that was what they did. And so they, they went and abduct, they abducted sculpt, famous sculptures, sculptors from earth and put, the, erased their memory and brought them up to, you know, well, they, they were going to get their memory erased. I don't know. And they brought up a crew of guys and they were slowly sculpting horses out of the, out of the pillars. And I was bummed because they got pretty far on the one. And I knew like, it was right at the end of my time like I never saw them completed. I saw them for like a year where they were cutting on it. It was very slow process. They, I would walk by, they'd be working on them. And sometimes I, most of the time I walk by, there'd be nobody there on, but you could see the progress of of it as they were sculpting it. And I was really, I remember I was really sad about not seeing it finished. You know, it was like a big deal. It was a big deal to us. We talked about it. So.
0: Yeah. I just, it's, it's details like that, that I like. It's not uh, that's not typical of your your typical like testimony I guess what
3: you
1: know? you're hearing from people yeah well yeah, yeah the book has turned into that I'm close I'm getting really close the book is going be uh, it's gonna be done soon I'm, I'm really close days. on it and the book mm-hmm. has turned into more of a more of a collection of of uh, personal things rather than Trying to prove my account of you know this was here this is this is what I saw I was on the ship and I had Douglas in, you know on this. It, it, those kind of details I have to give to read people that are researching to prove it. The book isn't like that. The book is more of a, of what I felt like going through it. You know, not not so much the tech, but like the people that I worked with and the people that I knew, uh, friends I had the whole time. It's more the book is it really turned it really morphed into that. I didn't even realize it until I, it was done, you know, the parts that I look back and it's more about my relationships that I had through the 20 years, because, you know, I don't get asked, frankly, I don't get asked about that stuff. People don't want to hear about it. They want to hear about what, you know, what's up there. Tell us what's, tell us more about what's, what's real up there. So.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, at this point, um, we've heard a lot, we've heard a lot from a lot of people. So I, I, like some of us, including myself, I would love to hear about that. Um, what was life really like up there? You know, what were you going through? You know, I know every time you get interviewed, you're just like hitting all the points, um, just trying to get to the end of the story and, and make it digestible for the audience. But we don't you don't really get to sit down and, and take time. So right. like in the early
1: to. times, there were times like, you know, like in Seattle, in the beginning, it was like living in an orphanage. And it was that kind of uh, existence, like a kid, like an orphanage kid that lives in a house with 10 other kids, it was that kind of thing. It was like, uh, you know, your, your, your needs were met, but not your emotional needs weren't right. And then later on, it kind of turned into that. So that's why at the very end, when I started to actually get friends and some freedom, like, you know, I was like 28 years old towards Mm -hmm. the end, 29, and I started to have a life and that for me, after coming from an orphanage kid and going through all that abuse and the, the, the mind fracturing stuff and then going through all the abuse of, on earth to actually get to a more of a stable life with a stable social life that was a huge to me you know what I mean like I thought I'd made it I, I got it made now you know I I had overcome like I always say it's 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 not where you are it's where you start you know it's what you overcome is really how what gives people their really um gives people their ego and ego is not always a bad thing you need to have some kind of a, you need to have a reason to have a healthy ego whether you do or not and you know so you can start out with zero and become a millionaire and it's a bigger accomplishment than starting out with a million and becoming a billionaire kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah I started out in a, or you know what i mean like i started out with mk ultra and ended up kind of with with a social life and a career at the end so it was a big it was a big deal to me
0: yeah for sure and 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 all that's in the book. So guys <laughs> make sure
1: <laughs> I'll come back. I'm going to hit you guys up when it, when it is done, when it's actually ready to go, ready to be bought. I, I will, I'm going to want to do a book tour and just let everybody know because so many people reach out and can't wait for it. I, it's been so hard. I've been, I've been writing it for literally years. Yeah. So it's been yeah. hard to do. It's very difficult to relive this stuff on an emotional level. It's hard, man. Yeah.
3: Um, I bet. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: When, I, when it's done, I will beg you guys to come on and tell people about it, even if it's just a snippet, even if I just pop in for a minute and, and say something and go. But.
0: Buy my book. Buy my book. Yeah. You're just <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, guys who weren't here at the beginning, we are doing a free giveaway for this Organite Pyramid made by our lovely friend, Christina Lee Dobbs. All of her information is in the description below. She has some awesome products. She makes Organite Pyramids, Tower Busters, Pendants, uh, tower busters that look like this. It's a little puck. You can bury under a 5g tower of keeping your house pendant. So you can wear around your neck. Uh, this is a Lotus flower. I don't know exactly where you would use this maybe for decoration, but it's all organite. but this one we are giving away for free. Um, email us at journey to truth podcast at gmail.com email the word pyramid, and you will be entered into the contest and we will choose the winner after the show. And I'll give you guys just a little closer look. Um, unfortunately i should have asked her what is all in this it looks like some quartz some tourmaline maybe but um she has copper feet these are really cool she even embeds stuff on the bottom of them you can't see here but it's uh some type of geometry on the bottom sacred geometry anyway perfect segue into my next talking point clones (laughs) (laughs)
3: yes
1: (laughs) right from pyramid to clones right pyramids to clones Um,
0: actually that's something i did want to ask you and bring up the reality of clones and the secret space program and the possibility that the only way they're pulling this off is with clones this is something i've been thinking about um we know there's a soul splitting technology but they're not taking your physical body because your body technically is staying in bed right so somehow your soul would have to be basically implanted into a vessel into a clone and used in space am i wrong
1: When I was taken, they took me physically out of my bed, carried me out of my bed, took me, woke up in a laboratory. Like There was a flash of light, kind of zoned out, spaced out, and then I was naked on a stainless steel table in a laboratory, 10-year-old kid. So I was in bed, ETs came in, grabbed me, boom, flash of light, that's what happened. So my physical body was taken. But I think that, okay, I think that there are several versions of cloning.
3: Yeah, so I think, so, yeah. I
1: think it's a, I think it's the cornerstone of a lot of the medical technology, most of it. And I, I, talking about it has had me, you know, where a lot of things, where I didn't really realize it, but, it, but it, all, the only thing that makes sense is cloning. When I was taken, I, I had, you know, I was 10 years old, but I had memories of mom, dad, sis, and my house and my school and my, that stuff. Boom, they put me through a procedure, said, we got you have the genetics, we're going to use you for our program in 20 years, we're going to bring you right back, it's cool, do you, do you want to go, and I said, sure, I'll help you guys out, bam, medical procedure, when I woke up, I had no memory of mom, dad, nothing, it was a blank, I had complete amnesia, I had a hard time, I had to relearn words, I could talk, but just like, barely, half-assed, yeah. I had to relearn the language, so my memories were gone. So, okay, so you can think that at that point, I don't know if I was, that doesn't tell me that I was cloned or anything, right? But after the 20 years was all back, said and done, they put me back. And then I lost the memories of the 20 years and I got all those memories back of mom, dad. You know what I mean? Like I woke up back in the same body. So what that means is that that body had what, I was outside of that body, a new blank one, lived for 20 years, then how, whatever they do to get you back, I don't know, you know, it was painful that's yeah. what I know. That's all I know is it hurt. It hurt. And I, there's a lot of needles They, you know, I'm scared of needles. They, they gave me injections like every day for weeks. Mm. But um, when I woke up, I had no, I didn't have the physical memories of the 20 back, the 20 years, but I had all my memories back. So that means that I probably went back to the original body and those memories were waiting there for me saved in that brain. This one, it's this body. And so that if you think about that ability, then that's that opens the door to a lot of stuff, you know. Like if you can just, if I could just take your consciousness out of your body and make a clone. The other thing is, is during that time, I saw myself in the mirror a lot. I saw, you know, other people interacted with me. I was the same person, so I was an exact clone. It wasn't that I was in, you know what I mean, another body. I wasn't that I was like taller or. Yeah, I've, I've heard a
0: clone doesn't have to be identical either. Yeah. It's, yeah, can, but it, use it was me. Then, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was me. Um, Like I was in the same mod and uh, the same look. So, but that I don't want talking to other people that have worked with me, that have contacted me and have gone through. And then, you know, some people, I don't want to say that anybody's not legitimate when they talk to me, but some people have more memories or more, they have more details to work with, to glean more information. You know, some people just have very vague details. You can't get a lot. It doesn't mean that nothing happened, right? Yeah but some people that have really a lot of le- legitimate details that they can give me like when they work out then i i can see that 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 particular technology of what i experienced isn't the only game in town for what's been going on so there are other yeah. versions of it too
0: oh yeah so joe biden clone or not
1: i i don't know what he is but he's not
2: He's, He's a not, not. No, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't look anything the joe biden now and you compare it to pictures of older joe it does not look like the same person
1: firstly every human being in the world i wish the best right yeah, yeah. of if course you hated our previous president for his behavior then how can you stand our president now for his behavior right so it's totally mm-hmm. embarrassing yes. he doesn't belong there it's totally. And then if most people don't even follow the policies, they they're like, hey, oh, by the way, we signed this bill. Look over there. Because yeah, if yeah. you read what's really going on in the bills, you would be we there would be pitchforks you at the White House. There would yeah. be torches and pitchforks piled up at the White House. If you really read what they did in the first 30 days with all those you read what was if you knew what where the money is really going. When And here's the thing is they're they're propping it up. They're propping it with the dollar kicking the can down the road for the financial for us to start paying, making payments on what's going on, so people, you know, they're going to dump it in the next president's lap is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. They're going to let the the economy is going to kind of glide down to earth over the next three or four years, and then the next president's going to get a recession dumped in his lap or whatever happens, you know. But yeah, it makes
2: it makes sense. Yeah, then. Uh, Unless
1: these white hats really are in control, it's just unless a, right, right. Unless somebody in, and there's a lot, and there's we. I'm already saying, like I said, talking about the crypto. I don't want to come right out. You know, it's dangerous to talk publicly. Like if we were, if we, me and you, if us three were sitting around, just you know, just like chilling, we'd well, have a different talk about this. But it's hard to talk publicly. But there are some safety valves that we're seeing happening right now. Crypto is one of them. Um, yeah, but yeah. there are some other things that look like a safety net for these things. Like there, I know, agree. There are, there, we're not, we're not cooked yet. You know what I mean? You can feel the water temperature rising, but it's not. Um, yet. Gold
2: and silver. More people are investing in gold and silver than ever, ever before in recent oh, years.
1: Yeah. I, well, and that one's, I think going to have a more of a breaks, but even, even gold and silver because of the extraction and when the, when the inflation hits, the guys that are mining gold are really going to get hammered with some fuel costs. Mm-hmm. And so that, I, I heard it, it was like a wall street guy I listened to. And I did some research, and so even even gold is even the precious metals are going to be, but the uh,
2: values are going to go up if you you think about it with right right inflation and with the economy and everything else like and the the demand increasing and the supply decreasing that drives the value. So
1: I've always wanted to have a ton of gold. You know what what I mean? Like I've got the gold (laughs) book, but I can't. uh, I've never had any luck hanging onto it.
2: I just uh, I collect silver Um, poor man's gold
0: yeah well i mean everything's being suppressed manipulated we know it's not what it seems but i like your term safety valve yeah there's some safety valves right now and it's true if you're paying attention you you know what to look for you can see it you can see through some of the smoke uh and um there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel well there's also a lot
2: of talk about so there's like the cabal wants to do their their reset and then and then you see this other like Nasara, or whatever you want to call it, like the White Hat reset. Mm-hmm. And there's, they're both, both sides are kind of pushing. So there's the, the bad one that's more, we're more enslaved, we're more controlled, you know, uh, all that, along with the vaccines and everything else. We've just said the word. Um,
0: we said it a hundred times. We've already, already. said That's yeah. right. We've
2: already said it. This is going to get deleted. Um, hopefully not. But no, yeah, there seems to be. A White Hat operation going on at the same time and it's like the question is like well which one's going to win out which one's going to you know what's going to really happen and it seems like but it does seem like and Zengad, uh, who's the guy that spoke at the conference we were just at in Sedona was talking about that and he was talking about how like the White Hats they counter the deep state or the Cabal so like they, they let the Cabal do whatever and then they kind of counter it um, but That way they always know and they always know like what the agenda and the plans kind of are. So they're kind of always prepared. Um, So, yeah, it's really interesting. But I I do see a lot of evidence that like the military really is actually in control and not really the Biden administration. And that gets more down the conspiracy rabbit hole. But I see a
1: lot of evidence for that personally. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that should be in the Biden administration that are not. Mm-hmm. yeah and it's just you can let's leave it at that talk about red flags again you know i'm using metaphor but basically there's a ton of red flags around the biden administration with what's going on the other thing is when you look at like you said the the power struggle between the cabal and the white hats the cabal mm-hmm. is a more self-interested group so they just care about their self-interest if it's, it's if it's not if it's in their self-interest to kill everybody they're going to plan to kill everybody if it's in their self-interest to yeah. have us all alive, they're going to have us all alive. That's 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 the bot. That's the essence of their logic. That's it. Yeah. You know, really, they're not like uh, you know uh, wanting to torture society in general. They just want what's best for themselves only. That's the that's the mentality. Well, I them.
0: They're they're living their own illusion, and right. so part of my talk in uh, Sedona was like, did they even? Do they even know some of these people who are so mind controlled? Do they, do they even know about Ascension? Do they even know that that there's a great awakening happening? They're in their own world and they they might be so blind. that they think all their stuff is still working and they don't even see that there's like this awakening going on at the simultaneously. So it's really interesting to me. Like we know that they don't care about us. Like you said, they're only invested in what's, what's best for them. We might as well not even, we're just a number to them, you know?
1: Well, and so going back to what I went through, you know, I had lived in Seattle. Obviously, the guy that owned me was a cabal uh, mm-hmm. member and was, you know, involved with CIA activity. And that was the technology that brought me there. And I was privately owned by him. And um, I I think, well, he referred to everybody. So that was that was what I wanted to mention. You know, I kind of got sidetracked. He referred to everybody as the dead. Oh. I was the dead. The, everybody but him. Everybody but him and his immediate friends, the other guys, we were all just dead. So I you see metaphors like now it now it makes sense. Like all the zombie movies, it's the main characters and everybody else is dead. It's the dead. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's like to, to the cabal, we are zombies. We are the zombies. They're the ones that are interacting. They get to choose their destiny. They they are free. And can do what they want, and we are the dead, and just kill us. There's, there's one's as good as another to them. We are, we're not even sheep. We're dead. We're zombies to them. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that's their mentality, and that's really their on on the level of religious belief to them.
3: Yeah, exactly. he called
1: me. He said that. I said, I'm Mister. I'm not dead. He said, Yes, you certainly are. You are the dead, and that was what he believed. And so that's what you're. That's the mentality we're up against when you're talking about the the cabal decisions at the top and what, what they're doing. So with the White Hats, these are guys that have a, have a conscious or whatever, preserving the constitution mm-hmm. and just, there's a logic about it. You know, once you, if you get connected to the, if you think that everybody's dead and everybody's completely worthless around you, that it's easy to excel, right? It's mm-hmm. easy to step on toes to get your way, and it's easy to excel. So that, that's there's <laughs> no a, a logic
0: for your actions. Yeah, you have zero empathy. Yeah, there's
1: dead people. Screw them. I'm just take his. He, he doesn't need this wallet. He's a dead guy. I'm take his wallet. And so that's kind of what's. And now they're all billionaires because they've been at it for a thousand, six thousand years. So, but the white hat. You look at other people that are more connected to see us all as what we really are. Is the same thing as a connected consciousness. Are fighting for that. So I think. Where we're at in the power struggle right now, it looks like the alliance got kind of beat up, uh, and then we have a federation coming in and taking over the fight, and it's really kicked ass. And so we're going to get we're going to get a, a watery middle ground of disclosure. It looks like instead of you know just um, a giant spaceship over the White House or in Beijing or wherever it's going to be, and a press conference all at once we're gonna get you know minor things that they have plans of rolling it out very slowly or protracted. Again, and this would fit into the, cru- the criminal aspect of it. So if you're in the space program and you're liable of criminal activity, specifically human trafficking, which is really no way to get rid, no way to sidestep that, then your move would be to delay it 50 years so that you could just be what, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter when you're hundred years old, if you're going to go to jail or not, so that's that's probably there's probably a lot of people within the programs that are trying to engineer that kind of disclosure, a 50 year long disclosure. Yeah. So, but I, I think of the, the the genies out of the bottle. Um, we're a small segment of society, but we're we're, we're still talk, we're still going. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That means well, that we we are disclosing. We are disclosure.
2: Yeah,
0: we are, and we have that's to be because
1: talk. Yeah, actually.
0: And we have to be because think about it. Why would we even want disclosure from these people anyway? We know they're we know they're Satanists and they worship demons or whatever it might be. They all, they think we're dead. They've been lying to us, they've been giving us feeding us bullshit for years, and then now we're getting well, disclosure
2: includes them, like the evils. Yeah, but,
0: but I'm just I'm I'm not talking to you guys, I'm talking to the audience. I'm like, why do we want people, why do we want yeah. disclosure from the news? From the the very, from the liars, from the very people who have been making us miserable for years. Mm -mm. You know, it's it has to come from us.
1: Uh, What a challenge! You know what? I mean, if I just had a few billion dollars, we could take care of it and make my own news network. And and, yeah,
0: talks with Tony. Say some hard
1: truths, right? Yeah, right. I just need a few hundred million more subscribers, guys. Tune in, talks with Tony. You can get there from my website, TonyRodriguez.com.
0: It's a great show, um, guys. We you guys know Jackie Pierce who we had on uh, just recently. Um, that's Tony's co-host, and she's uh, co-host
1: Jackie is yeah, awesome. She's you, been a big I, I, help I to believe, me.
0: Believe she's in the chat, yeah.
1: Oh, she is. Oh no, so I'm on the spot. <laughs>
0: oh no, <laughs> she's been she's, here the whole uh, time. So she
1: keeps, yeah, right. She keeps me honest, and she Jackie is does the heavy lifting as far as all the marketing and everything. She's very good at that i always describe us we're, we're a great team we're just as bright as each other but i'm more of a floodlight i'm a sloppy floodlight with a short range and she's more <laughs> of a laser beam that could cut through all the bs so she's a very super talented person and i wouldn't have done any of my website and i really i wouldn't have been this far on my book if it wasn't for wasn't for her um so talks with tony's been a great show and we've had a pop, a lot of things working out our latest i don't know we, we haven't let out part five of the purple series it's we're starting to get a big enough audience to where whenever we say stuff, we, we're starting to get some some kickbacks, some we're ruffling feathers, and that just tells me we're going in the right way, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind people being critical about things, like, like I said, the crypto episode. We got some, you know, people are like, you're gonna make people lose all their money, and I didn't word it like that, I never said anything like that. Yeah, but these are discussions when you talk about have to when we're talking about the truth, you're gonna get some discussion, and that's what I think it's very healthy without people just wanting to get in a you know what I mean uh, curse at
0: you well and here's the thing if you're not triggering people that actually that's actually a red flag because you know you're in an echo chamber when that's you trigger right. when you're triggering these people that's a good sign that means that means your voice is getting out there and we we almost want that you know that's even right. though that person doesn't know why they're being triggered and they may hate you for two more years doesn't matter doesn't matter even, even the stuff
1: out. that we've talked about tonight I uh, sorry to interrupt I didn't mean you're to good. interrupt you, Tyler you're but the stuff we talked about here tonight, if if we didn't ruffle a feather or two, it would be weird. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at the yeah. picture behind me. I'm talking about a cavern on another planet with Germans from Earth that are dealing with ETs. You know what I mean? Like if it was if people didn't pull the brakes on that thought process, if they only heard it would be weird if everybody said, Oh, well, that's gotta be right, you know. Yeah. So these are discussions. This is kind of we gotta get up to speed. And us even a small community, even people in UFology that, a lot. most people have had contact that's why they're into ufology
0: keep talking that, yeah, i gotta plug my computer in
1: yeah and if they can't if they can't believe or get their head around what we're talking about then we, you know how are you going to sell it to the masses to people that have no they really are like ufos are just you know the government or whatever they don't they yeah. don't have belief so if we we are the ones that need to sort out what's 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 really going on there's the reality is there's not only a secret space program there are millions of programs that interact with us from all over creation uh, yeah so that's why it's like gibberish to a lot of researchers and people that are don't that are skeptical people that are really hardcore skeptical
2: yeah exactly to- um crisis, crisis averted crisis averted yeah and the more the more we talk about this stuff and get it out there um yeah i mean like there you know we are a very small percentage of the population where uh most people this is so far outside their paradigm but that's only because most people get their information from have you know mainstream media Main from
1: the Tree- mcdonald's of information and uh, nothing against mcdonald's
2: yeah exactly and we've been kept in the dark about all this stuff it's been going on for decades and decades but the further along we're we're lied to and that keeps advancing and then it's like at some point this gap's got to start closing you know this, people need to the conferences
1: are great i gotta say i gotta say if anybody is watching hasn't been to a conference go they're Mm -hmm. the the, number one the speakers are usually really good but the people you meet are even better what i found is the crowd is far more informative than the speakers and the speakers are worth paying to see and so conferences to me i'd really like to see take off and go in a bigger direction I, i don't know i don't know if they're gaining steam you know what i mean but they still are like I'm personally going to a bunch. How was how was Sedona? Did, aren't you guys going to a couple? It was amazing. You well, got another one coming up.
0: We just uh, did um, Eseti, which was awesome. Sedona, which was awesome, and um, we did
2: two if, weeks in, two weekends in a row. Two, we
0: were gone two for progress. twelve days straight. um yes. but that's I just amazing. did like just to lend to your point, uh, the the people there are more important than the speakers, not more important, but they, everybody has something to say. So that's why we did the video, the experience or testimony video where we get the attendees to share their stories and we got it on camera and we compile it and put it, uh, make a video out of it because like almost all the people there could be speaking, you know?
1: Yes. That's who's drawn to it. That's who's drawn to even watching us tonight is somebody that has had something happen. You know, you could pretty much everybody that ever contacted me said, Tony, I saw your video, man. Great. Uh, You know, like nice to meet you. And if I, there's any kind of back and forth, I can always ask him. So what, what did, happened with you? What do you know? And there's always a story. There's always something that, you know.
0: Well, well, just exactly. So were you finished?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> well <laughs> I, I just want to that. talk about conferences because I think they're coming. there's some coming up and I think that's a really good uh, lightning rod for our info to get out there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's true. Go ahead. Uh,
2: you're going to be speaking in Shasta next month, right?
1: Shasta is sold out, man.
2: Like, I mean, it's, so it's going to be. I already bought a ticket, so I'm gonna be there.
1: Right on. I won't. I won't be there. Yeah. I will, I will be there, there Aaron, Aaron will be there. You won't sir. be there. I'll be there. That's. I'm. You know what? I'm, to tell the truth. I've never met Jackie in person, and I'm gonna. She's gonna go too. She will Oh, nice. There. Oh, wow. It's awesome. I man. went. Nice. I went to.
0: So Unless you can, can give me an in as like a plus one or something, Tony.
1: <laughs> I'll look into it, man. Winky. Cut this yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to Mount Shasta in '16. And right when, like, I filmed my very first uh, interview there with Dr. Sala for Exopolitics was oh, nice. uh, it was in the speakers' cabin in Mount Shasta, September of 16, and I that was like I'm and like I'm sitting down like, you know, fresh out of out of just got my memories back a little less than a year earlier, you know, a little more than a year earlier, and it was all you know I couldn't believe it was happening to me, and all of a sudden I'm at Mount Shasta it's like. I'm sitting with Dr. Sala with a camera. Laura Eisenhower walks out, and there's all the speakers. You know, like it was mind blowing to me to be there. But Rob really puts on a good show. The area there is a very spiritual. Like mm-hmm. I've never really. It's one of those. It's, there's a vibe there that's yeah. very unique. You know, that's all I can say. Yeah, I was there. And sounding weird, you know. More I was weird. there in
2: 2017. Then the very next year for Corey Goods, the conference, him and his team put on. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, I met him I've there I haven't been back since I've been wanting to, so I'm really excited. Well, yeah, it's gonna be going cool. back. Mm-hmm.
0: Um some people somebody just said oh. in the chat, where did it say? Yes, Midwest conference like STL smiley face. So enough in the Midwest, and there's this, a lot of we, activity
1: out here. Speaking there's of
0: don't we we won't um, give we won't give any details, but there might be something like that in the works as we speak
1: you know what's big in the midwest for conferences is bigfoot there's yeah. a, there's a bunch of bigfoot yeah. stuff out here there because is the appalachians you know the mountain, there's a lot of bigfoot so there's like even in michigan where i'm at there's a big uh bigfoot uh festival yeah there's conferences around that so the secret space program is kind of hand in hand with that so once the, like you said the info has to get out there right now we're It's kind of when we had a Pied Piper with the secret space program and he's kind of driving everybody, follow me and don't listen to them and now jump over this cliff and there's no secret space program anymore. Yeah. So we have to steer the people away from that because the truth is there is a secret space program. There are several and they are having another day at the office as we speak. And so Mm -hmm. people need to know what's going on. Exactly. And um, so it's important. So the Midwest could use it and piggyback yep. it on a bigfoot if you i'll bet you what if you piggybacked it with a bigfoot speaker or two you'd have you pack the house
0: I'm, we pack Ooh, the house anyway uh, <laughs> How yeah.
1: about we actually get bigfoot yeah
0: yeah there you go that be we'll just capture
1: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah we'll just
1: i, I want to mention bad. that i'm also speaking at the uh laughlin nevada on uh disclosure by the, by the river oh yeah yeah In yeah and yes. I'll yeah. be there. And now one's he said, I guess the one room is like 2,000 people. Yeah, it's a big,
0: big conference on yeah. the
1: main hall. So yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff there. Yeah, I'm always wondering if I'm gonna go to one of these conferences and run run into another speaker that just hates my guts. I don't know. That's always the fear. That's like the yeah. that's like the fear, you know what that's, I mean? Like
0: that's a fear, but that's also the goal.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I I have invited um I invite skepticism. People there are people that are skeptical to me. And whenever I contact them or speak to somebody that's been that doesn't believe me and says, "Tony, you're you're full of BS," and I'm like, "Let's talk," you know, "Let's talk about it." But I've only ever met with them just completely angry and kind of irrational skeptics. Yeah, now while can't, they're can't 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 deal can't. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not can not can
0: not you are not going to you are not going to level with the triggered person. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: But there that's, are a lot of researchers out there that are skeptical of twenty and back, and like I think uh, well. I don't want to name drop, but there are some big guys in the in ufology that don't believe in it. Sure. Yeah. I, I know I, that. I know some of them. Yeah. And, and
0: they, they're all tied to the Rockefeller initiative. Not, many of them, many, are, many of them are. Not of
1: them. Wow. So I was biting, I was pulling my punches and you, just, <laughs> there, you came out and said it, man. So wow, wow, we, we, are, don't, we, we don't touch it here. here. Well, I don't care because I'm tired that.
0: of these guys, uh, you know, take running everybody in a freaking loop, you know?
1: Well, and their thing is, is I hear it all the time that, um, you know, that's interesting, but you don't have any proof. And it's like, you know, I do, though, but I do. But I have yeah. tons, tons of it. But it's all mine. You know, you have to connect. I have and to then, sit and explain it for an hour. There's a little bunch of little dots that draw the big picture of the space program.
0: And then you'll yeah, have I, the I, same guy tell you on camera that we've got to start listening to these eyewitness testimonies because yeah. we're never going to get the closure, <laughs> you know and it, I'm not oh, joking. It's
1: like, really, it's like a not. clown
0: show. It really yeah, is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're right. You're yeah, right. He's and
0: like, and, we're only going to get the truth from the eyewitness testimonies. We have to start putting more weight into what these people are seeing.
2: Oh, but not, a, not those witness,
0: not yeah. those
1: eyewitness. It's testimony. kind of like, it seems to me, it's kind of like academia, like college, whenever there's a new theory that comes through in like physics or in science, the people that were pushing the old theory, that's been obsolete, made obsolete. Don't let it die. Because they've made their career on it, they're actually getting paid off of it. So it's not until those guys retire that the mm-hmm. new theory, that the new science takes place. There was a lot of things, you know, even Einstein was up against that in the beginning when he published a lot of things. But they say that that's how academia works: is that the all the professors when they agree on something, and then they get evidence to the contrary of something new, they don't entertain it, and then you have to actually wait for those guys to die. Yeah, it's all best new way. evidence, You're right? Best because best the new the new guys. Yeah. That come up are and we're kind of like that in ufology so the old ufology guys from the 80s 70s and 80s and early 90s have a certain version of ufology mm-hmm. and now we've got secret space program now we've got insiders from insiders from the yeah. secret space program guys that are you know that are in combat and they come and they're, they're not you, we're gonna have to wait for the old ufology guys to die that's what, I, that's what I've been yeah, saying. Or,
0: they added away the dinosaurs until they crash. You yeah, know?
1: because well, and the thing is there there's some of these guys, you know, they're published authors, they get out there 1920 books, they're making big bucks doing it. Yeah. So you know, all of a sudden you're gonna uproot their entire all their books. Yeah, and it's, it's not to I dis- wouldn't have that. Dis- I'd be um, I'd be reluctant to admit that too if I were in their shoes, right? So
2: and it's not to discount the work, you know, a lot of these guys have done amazing work in the past, but if we're still they're still talking about the same stuff they were talking about 30 years, forty years ago. Yeah. we're still talking about roswell we're still talking about yeah like, <laughs> um, why are we roswell's still kind
1: of dead horse that's like kind of beat up it's kind of I, beat, we're way I past had, that you're still I looking had, at documents They're i still, had
0: one yeah, slide in my like, presentation about roswell and it just said yawn uh you know <laughs> yeah. i mean it sums it up yeah i was doing a timeline I was yes kinda, it's real all right let's move yeah, on I yeah i was trying to break it down break down this timeline paint a picture for people who were unaware of any of the secret space program stuff and that, that's what my presentation was about. And uh, and I asked how many people knew, and like a quarter of the room maybe raised their hand in Sedona because that conference drew in a lot of like healers and more spiritual people and people mm-hmm. who aren't into the sure. space stuff. So it was a good place to plant that seed. And I, I, that's a
1: that's an awesome point because a lot of the spirituality that's it, because people are channeling or contacting ETs on a spiritual level and they become healers and that's an entirely Society, intergalactic society in itself. So when they hear about actual, you know, militaries building ships and going up there, it kind of doesn't fit in their narrative. But the reality is, is the military knows all about that stuff too. And I, my experience was that they used me for intuitive projects, you know, in the early on, in the early days, was Project Real Flame, and they, I was doing intuitive work. So there really needs to be a bridge because, if anything, a lot of I think a lot of the spiritual community thinks that. The bad things that are happening with exposing the cabal and with what goes on with the violence and the abuse, basically, of the mind control in the programs flies in the face of their work. But actually, they support each other.
0: You know, I'm going to share an experience slash dream I had um, the other night uh, um, because it pertains to the program. I was in the programs. uh, I don't know if this is a memory at this point or what. I don't know what to make of this stuff. Um, But I was basically on this ship and I was like, spawning onto this they were they were sending me i had a mission i was going to another planet and i had to like seek out this person who had some information for me and i would spawn onto this battlefield and every time i, I would spawn on this planet but it was in the middle of a battlefield like these fireballs and like et's everybody's fighting and i was getting killed immediately every time and i was like guys i, I can't make it so that like, okay we're calling protection and I, they sent me back and i was getting ready i was bracing for impact and then and the freaking fireball would look like a fireball i don't know, hit the shield Hit a shield, an invisible shield, and I was protected. I'm like, oh shit. And they're like, okay, go. You're gonna find this cave entrance. And inside there is gonna be who you you need to talk to. So I, I take off running full speed. I find this cave entrance. I go into it, and it's like almost like a portal. I come through the other side and I encounter this. So there's like like it reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. There was somebody behind this wall I couldn't see. And then there was this this teenage girl laying on the ground who looked like she was under a spell. Like she was being used as a channel, like information was coming through her. And then she started giving me information, which was actually about a specific person in this community. I won't mention the name on air. Um, it was a very specific message. Um, and the first thing I thought of when I woke up was how, they, how you said that you used, they used you as a channel. And it, even in movies like Total Recall, they depict this being done. They use people like that. And I just, I thought it was really interesting. There was a teenage girl being used as a channel. Um, and there's a lot more to that experience, but.
1: It sounds like you woke up exhausted.
0: Oh my God. I that, actually... What a
1: dream. I mean, if that was just a legit, <laughs> only a dream, like, holy shit.
0: I, I woke up a- absolutely lost. And I talked to my dad and a friend of mine and I was, I just couldn't even put, put the sentence together. I was just like, what happened? You know, I didn't what know what happened. happened. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, what I mean, I don't want to speculate anything on on air, but that's kind of how it happens. People get it comes in a, in a dream right before you wake up. Your brain is that's at a certain exactly state. Exactly, yeah,
0: it's exactly. Your brain's
1: in a certain state, and you can access more than more than local memories. You can access outside. Yeah.
0: there's actually a lot more to that.
1: Um, but you know, it. you know, Tyler, there's a there's a website that offers a course on um, memory recall. You might want to check it out. Yeah.
0: rodrigs.com
1: <laughs> it's uh, uh, you know what i'll talk have, a little bit about it many,
0: I have too many now to ignore put it that way
1: wow yeah uh so that's that's also how it happens is that first it's there's a keystone there's one or two things that how however, however a memory gets brushed you know what I mean you bump up against something and I'm talking in a metaphor you bump up against something and it and, and it knocks off the cover and you go Oh, there's a memory there. You, there's something there, and then you ignore it and you get on with your life. And then later on, you go, "What is this?" And you kind of it kind of works itself to the, a memory, works itself to the surface, and then it becomes a problem because it brings emotional, it brings ties to emotions, and they're yeah. connected to other memories. And you go, "This emotion can't be here unless there's more." Yeah, and it festers. Yeah. And those, then then you get a memory, and you get another memory, and another memory. And once for me, I always had that. I had that was exactly kind of what I went through, and I always had that. I what, how, when could that have happened? I'd have these crazy memories, and they weren't, they weren't dreams because yeah. I could go in and I could remember more. I could remember the morning, the day after it. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a yeah. context. Dreams I just don't mind. really have a context. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then exactly. when it all, when I accepted it, when I heard that they could take you, I always knew I was t- taken. I believed that I was just taken for that night and put back because I woke up the next day. Like I always, they, I never remembered. I never forgot the, the first 30 minutes. I knew I was taken. I told everybody that, you know, in my whole life I was taken by ETs. I don't know what happened. But once I realized that they took me and they kept me for 20 years and I went all those other memories. I went, Oh man, that is real. You know, yeah. once that happened, it just unpacked. And so yeah. it's different for everybody at that point, but there's, there's a, what I found with working with other people is that there is a very real moment there's an epiphany where you go right now right now it's a dream like you said it's a dream to you and you have a few other memories and their dream they're are awkward you know you're not sure you're not sure there's a moment where you go oh that wow so that did happen there's a there's an epiphany there yeah and it's painful it's it's not painful but it's terrifying that moment is super terrifying you know yeah. it was for me it's but I thought what do I do Mm -hmm. yeah what do i do now what do i do with this
0: well yeah talking about people at the conferences i met a guy at said who was a retired air force captain who was telling me that he was he taking the area 51 on two separate occasions and has no memory of what happened there he remembers being brought to the base he was walked in between these two white lines and like uh, you step outside these lines we shoot you And he was like, okay, whatever, you know, he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know why he was there. Uh, He said they brought him in and he walked through some, basically looked like a metal detector type of thing. And uh, that's all he remembered. And he remembers being outside of the base. And that um, I think I'm, I might not have all the details, right. But I think he had, this happened to him twice. Whenever he had the memories come back, he went and got a hypnotherapy session, eventually QHHT session um years later because he wanted to know why he couldn't remember what happened and the one memory that came back was him strapped to a chair and there was like this mantis being with this like long point on his elbow um it looked like he was getting ready to kill him and he said another guy came in the room and shot him and that was the memory he got back he had no context for it but that's what he when he was trying to remember what happened to area 51 uh that's what he got and this dude was like, legit not making this up he was had credentials he was an actual retired military um and i might have butchered some of that he might even be listening to this right now uh and if if you're in the chat
2: let us know yeah yeah
0: um but i have i've got his contact information and i plan on uh, talking with him more but this is the type of people who are coming to these events they know this is like Mm -hmm. something's bringing them there
1: a lot of right and because What happens is it's what, well, what seems to be happening is that when they erase your memories, they don't erase your emotions. Like memories are not stored in the body. Like we are, we are beings that actually don't, that we actually exist simultaneously somewhere else and our memories go somewhere else in order for me to remember all the things that I did and listening to the audience, listening, I just want to say that there are a lot of things that I remember that got validated So it's not like I remembered being in space and flying a spaceship, and then I woke up and I was that's it. I remembered time on Earth. I remember places on Earth, and there were a lot of things that got validated that I had. I could. It was easy for me to prove that I had no knowledge of in my life, and all of a sudden, when I got my memories back, I had great knowledge of certain areas and places in the world, even people. I've dug up people that I knew. Um, Dug them
0: up? Did you? Were they buried?
1: I've dug up information on. (laughs) I know. uh, I'm joking. uh, uh, that so age. so uh, memory memory retrieval memory excuse me blank slating or deleting memory is something that they do like it's just as easy as we've put gas in our car like it's it's nothing to them so they can yeah. delete your memory the other thing is that guy like you said he went in for service so it, that was the same thing that these sculptors got so but they kept them for however many years and they just deleted their memories and put them right back and that's what they do like I said if they need a plumber and you the, you you where there's a plumber get them and they take them and and delete his memory if he does they just and if he's not cooperative they just throw him back and they grab one that's like i when while you were telling me that story i was thinking i asked you guys so Aaron, like Aaron, if i was a military guy and i said look i need you to come in the base for a top secret program but for a day and we're going to put you right back we'll we'll pay you but we're going to delete your memory you're not going to be able to remember any of it would you agree would, wouldn't you be like for that one day? Would you want to see what was going yeah. on in there? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, was, like right over there. Like it's, and you'd say where? I said, well, it's Area 51. Do you want? Do you want to do it? But well, we're gonna delete your memories for the day. Do you want to come? Would you do that?
2: No, I, I mean, I might. I don't know. <laughs> but then is it, what,
1: is it, I, would, I The curiosity is mean, crazy.
2: Then I wouldn't know once they delete your memories. Then,
1: but you know. on on the inside, I'd be thinking to myself like, maybe I'll remember.
2: Yeah, oh, no, like yeah, the
1: curiosity yeah. would drive me nuts. I'd be like, Yeah, sure, let's go. That's, you know, you're gonna put me back.
0: I mean, ha- let's face it, half of the population is waiting for something like that to happen to them. They're like, please right.
1: <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. A lot of people want, want more meaning, you know. Tired of paying tax. I'd be like,
2: only if I can stay uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, but no, because then you'd be a slave.
1: I think that'd be one of the major things after a disclosure. Like you said, half the population. I think a lot of people want more meaning in their life. I think I think most people don't really care about being a millionaire. They could give two shits about having a boat or a car that's fancy. I think people want more meaning in their life, they want to grow.
2: Freedom and yeah and meaning they want and growth.
1: You know, they want they want growth and they want to get over it. And they know they can't get it. And that's what that's why yeah. use, and they crawl into a bottle or do whatever they're gonna they do self destruct eat. And that's what yeah. I think that's what's most of the people we just after a disclosure, we are we're gonna get an access to something to look forward to to grow to and yeah i think it's going to change Yeah, people change want everything. purpose
0: they want love i mean this is you know it's in, this whole system is an attack on the heart chakra also they're desensitizing people um people don't know what real love is anymore you know we're, we're totally out of alignment right. we're out of balance our chakras are all Connection, hijacked
1: Yeah, love false goals freedom. yeah freedom Mm-hmm. Yeah. People have false goals. right Yeah, now. they have
0: their goals or whatever they see on Instagram, the people doing on Instagram. And that's on purpose. That's by design. You know, yeah. that's why you see all these girls injecting their, you know, their ass and their tits and their face and their lips and their cheeks. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's so unnecessary. Uh, but they yeah. think that that's what makes them acceptable.
2: It's attention seeking
1: yeah. too.
0: So much so
2: much that we see.
1: I think that after we get to see after a disclosure and we get to see what other species live like and we get to see what other advanced that's the other thing is we don't have any kind of advanced um, role models. We don't have a role model that's you know can levitate. We you know what I mean? Like we have we have stories of people, gurus in the past that people still worship, but we don't have any live gurus levitating around telling us You know what I'm saying? Manipulating things with their minds. So once we see that, we we're going to have a goalpost. The goalpost to get moved away from the shiny things that they we think it is, and people will begin to grow greatly. I think it'll happen really fast. That people will start just by just by example start treating each other better. You know.
2: Mm Hmm. I agree. I agree as well. That's
0: that's the key. We need to start treating each other better. I mean. Treat everybody as if it's you walking around in another body,
1: which um, is kind of the case.
2: Yeah. It's the quote. I don't remember who said it. If you want to awaken the world, awaken yourself. Or if you want to awaken all the world, awaken all of yourself. So it comes yeah. down to you. Like,
1: I like you- to think that I've always kind of been like that, but it's mm-hmm. not the truth. It's not the case. You know what I mean? Like, I live in the same mm-hmm. rat race that everybody else does. So it's hard to say. It's hard to say that. Uh, you know, I, I've got that under control and everybody else doesn't it because it's not Because yeah. I'm guilty too, you know, of not being perfect.
2: No, but we're like, right. as long as you're on that path, of I feel like there's like a path, there's like you're on the, the road to awakening
1: or, or to growth, mm-hmm. right? For me personally, when I got my memories back, it brought back, it brought, it moved the goalpost. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I, when I was, I was living in Hawaii at the time and I was really chasing material stuff. You know, I was a dad and I was just thinking about only materially about things. And when I got my memories back, it showed me that it's all just kind of BS that there's and I made the conscious decision, number one, that I wasn't going to be live my life in fear. The fear was a big deal. And I cover actually a lot of that in the book towards the end of the book. And Jackie, if you're watching, it's why I picked the name of the book. It's all about fear. Um, Fear is one of the main mechanisms that they use to control the slave force they're the slave labor force, they would condition you. And there's a mind control component to make you afraid of literally everything. And so I made up my mind after I got my memories back to not be afraid to speak about it. And I thought, okay, so if they're gonna do something bad to me, they're gonna do something bad to me, but I'm not gonna live my life. At least I'll, you know what I'm saying? Die on my feet rather than live on my knees kind of feeling. That was kind of the reasoning why I even came forward really. Yeah. I said, well, if they're going to get if speaking about this is gonna be them, then I'll do it on my feet. I'll do it, not afraid. Yep. And the second was that it moved the goalposts and i thought that i realized that i was never going to be happy that even if i had my way and i had millions of dollars and all these things that it wasn't going to make me happy i realized that that happiness was really just a state of mind that you can do without it doesn't matter you know what i mean you can be homeless and be happy it doesn't matter yeah. you have to make up your mind that you're going to be a happy person and kind of just let you let it let it happen and that was what happened. My memory is getting my memories back and remembering the situations that I lived, that life experience came with it. And that's what I learned. And, and so far, so good. It's, it's been so far so good. You know, yeah. it's not always perfect. But that was something that I acquired from remembering the 20 back. And so many other people that have been in a program that have memories don't have, don't have that much recollection. And it's, I can see it. I can see the wheels turning when I work with people that they get all these things and and some people have a, have enough memories where you can I can see the same exact decision process happen. Like, like going through that kind of trauma leads you to the same conclusion. Like I'm just not gonna be afraid of it anymore. I've had a couple people tell me that where, you know, and I say, Well, look, remember in the next I can tell that you're on the verge of the next step, it's gonna be painful. Are you, you are you afraid or anything? And I get the same answer, like I'm not gonna be afraid anymore. So so a few people have told me that, and I'm very proud of them. Because that's a big step. That's a big. That's a life change, right then and there. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. going through it kind of inspires that. But I think that everybody kind of has that same journey to do, and life will teach it to you, eventually.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not supposed to be easy. We're supposed to experience exactly the stuff you just described. That's how we grow. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we find our purpose. Um, that's that's just that's just the way it is. Because it's not about. I came from the exact same lifestyle you're talking about, I'm chasing all the materialistic stuff. And it gets you nowhere, and it's uh, it's honestly stressful. Looking back on it, like the the amount of hard work it would have took for me in the system to achieve what I wanted, it would have killed me. You know,
1: yeah. I'm like, you still wouldn't, have uh, yeah, and I still wouldn't you, have been happy. You, yeah, at the end, right, and at the end, it's just a carrot and stick. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
2: And then you're like, why am I still miserable? Yeah. And I have everything I thought I wanted. Yeah. Um. Are
0: uh, you ready to start wrapping this up? Sure. Um, okay one last time guys before we do that um, if you missed it earlier we are giving away this Organite Pyramid made by our friend Christina Lee Dobbs Uh, she makes some really awesome stuff uh, and you can find all her information below in the description and if you want to purchase something just click on one of her links send her a message and she can make you something even custom uh, if you wish but we are giving this away for free Email us the word pyramid at journey to truth podcast at gmail.com and we will email you back after the show if you have one And it's a really cool, it's a really cool piece. She does some amazing work. Go check out her stuff and uh, give her a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Can
2: show the other two. Yeah, you can show these. These are two more. These are not giveaways. But
0: yeah, these are ours. And we'll show them the back. bottoms too. Like so she she does, she inlays stuff on the bottoms. This one. And uh, it's it's really awesome. That one's from Camp Disclosure, the first year, and then this one's from uh, uh, just a different one, but uh, some really amazing stuff. And she does uh, some some pendants, some tower busters. Um, she does all of it, and she it's really great work. And I know where she sources her uh, crystals, and it's a good source. I know that's important to a lot of people. I actually uh, messaged them myself and purchased some uh, moldavite from that uh, from them, and uh, they're great people. So. Uh, email us the word pyramid at journey to truth podcast at gmail.com and you might win so tony any last announcements i know we covered anything uh
1: yes always i got well jackie's watching you know she'll never forgive me if i don't plug our show talks with tony it's on patreon i moved there because a lot of my stuff got scrubbed or deleted a lot people are reposting my episodes and i look and they only have a few hundred views Where interviews that I had that had 20, 30,000 views before, they got scrubbed and people are reposting them. So a lot of my information that I thought was just gonna stay there and I'd be done with it is gone. And so we started, we went into Patreon, it's only five books. We put that paywall there and it kind of it's kind of you know a safety barrier against getting scrubbed, hopefully. And we have a lot of great guests, shows blown my mind. Uh, it's way better than I ever thought it would be. Also, Jackie has her own show all right it's on patreon i think it's connections with jackie on patreon but you can link to it from my website i believe through the patreon links
0: and those links are in the description also guys
1: so i don't got to go on and on about that but other usually when i do a show an interview like this in front of the audience people will contact me with similar things and say man you were talking about this uh what do i do i have the same experience couldn't keep up with everybody so I added a phone call thing, people for a consultation, but I have a pre-recorded memory course. It's like 40 bucks. And we're going to make a second module for it because it's been very successful. It's going to be a lot of good feedback. And it's something to do prior to a, a hypnosis section session. So, you know, instead of having a few vague memories and jumping straight into the QHHT and spending the big bucks and going and doing that, I recommend doing my course first and making a making a, a foundation of things to remember it there are a few exercises to glean more memories that worked for me when I was in the early days of remembering it's an exercise you do and that's what the course is about and then move on to something more potent like a hypnosis regret like a hypno regression therapy it's yeah. like a pre for that I'm going to make another module for that kind of build on it because it has been such good feedback and it really helped me because I couldn't keep up with everybody you know I, I work a nine to five as well so um that's on there it's and you
0: guys are awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, well, thanks for thank coming on so last, last minute like this. Uh, we're totally, we're just, you know, un, unplanned, and, and it was awesome. We covered so much, and it was great. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we're just shooting the breeze. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great for yeah. people that know what's going on. Guys, you know? thank you. Yes, it, it is right.
0: Thank yeah. you to all the moderators and for the donations. Um, yes, thank you,
1: guys.
2: I meant love to, you.
0: Uh, so I saw the donations come through. I didn't get to thank you in real time, but uh, if you donated, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, go to Teespring, get some merch, twenty or fifteen percent off with promo code CGI Joe. Um, these are both. This is the William Tompkins shirt. This is one of the originals, and there's plenty more coffee mugs, uh, magnets, posters, you name it. And ten uh, percent off Hopewell Farm CBD if you're looking to try some new CBD. This stuff is really great. Uh, I've turned a lot of people onto it, and they're returning customers. I highly recommend it. Ten percent off with uh, promo code Journey to Truth ten. And uh, they also um, give free shipping over $200 or more. They have veterans discounts. They, they accept crypto now. Uh, there's a lot of cool things they're doing. So Hopewell Farm, definitely support them if you feel compelled. Omnia Radiation Balancer, 10% <laughs> off with promo code <laughs> TRUTH, all caps. And if you don't know what that is, it's a patch that you put on any radiating, radiating device.
2: It's this patch right here. And it
0: harmonizes the frequency and actually turns it into something beneficial for your body. They've done some great tests some great studies. And uh, we have them on almost every device in this house now. Uh, It got rid of my migraine headaches. A lot of my sinuses, Uh, this is great stuff. We don't realize that some of our ailments come from radiation, our our own Wi-Fi routers. Um, So it's good. It's really good stuff. That is all. (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) all right guys um we'll check uh if you send us an email keep an eye out Uh, we'll be emailing the winner shortly uh within the next 30 minutes to an hour i would say once we go through them and uh uh, congratulations to the winner whoever that may be thanks tony for coming on
2: thanks so much
1: thanks for having me me, guys i love you guys love you so much and oh guys
0: one last thing this is the last time you're gonna see aaron and i on screen together yeah he's moving He's moving. I'm to, moving to Portland, Oregon. So we're gonna be back at it next week, but we're gonna be on separate screens. We will be separate next week. Yep. So sad, sad if you happen right to on. catch this live, right. uh, yeah.
1: Well, here's to new beginnings, Aaron. I have a good move, man. I didn't know, so that's Thank cool. You. I'll see you in Shasta next in a month or so. Yeah, so be, that's gonna be see you in a month.
2: Yeah, in Shasta. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Yeah, I'll be in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. It's going to be weird, but that's how we started. We started on separate screens. We started so, separate. I moved um, back to St. Louis. Now we're going apart again. So,
0: it's all going to find. fine. It's just going to keep flowing. We're not going to miss a beat. No. So, um, we're we're just separate screens. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we do it. It's yeah. not a problem. It's, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks again for everything, guys. The donation Thank you, oh, thank the you Jay. That- Donations are still coming in. We need to keep Thanks, Jay. Jay. You're all awesome. live. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, we got to stay alive. We're yeah. <laughs> um, All right, guys. We are going to end this. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for everything. Can't do this without you guys. Love you and good night.
2: Good night, guys.